welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to the Price and Presley Spook Show. I'm Terry Price. I am Harold Presley, and this is the show, the podcast, that looks at, takes a regular guy look at spooky paranormal stuff that you just can't explain and or go to sleep afterwards, okay? That kind of stuff. So we like to look at that, that weird, weird kind of thing that's going on out there. You can tell us about we like that stuff that's right we we want you to stay awake at night with the covers pulled up to your chin shaking and shivering <laughs> i had no problem doing that when i hear something spooky <laughs> you know from one of our one of our one of our previous podcasts um, we were talking about something about um, and I'll, I'll, I'll share this with you we were talking about how when you're in the bed there and you're looking i told you i sleep sometimes with my do- back to the door that's right the doorway well i'm going to bed the other night and I'm laying there, and I'm facing the doorway, and I only think about is Terry put this in my head, and I'm just I keep I keep opening my eyes. I swear it must have been every three seconds, <laughs> every, you know. Just just imagine it's gonna be something standing in that doorway, and finally I said, you know what? I'm turning I'm turning over. I'm going back the other way. <laughs> if something comes up, I don't want to see it. I started to freak out a little bit. I'm going like, okay, calm down. You got to go to sleep, man. My mission has been accomplished. Thank you. Yeah, I tell you what, if you got a spooky story or something like that, paranormal, something that's happened to you where you can't explain it, make sure you let us know at PricePresleyShow at gmail.com. Send those in. And also go to our YouTube page, man, and click the subscribe and the like buttons on there. Yeah, be sure you give us a big thumbs up because thumbs that, all, up. that helps us and get, get out there so that more people can hear us. That's right. And if you don't... Excuse me. If you don't want to wait for the podcast that drop pretty much periodically every two weeks, mm-hmm, starting like on uh, July second, July second, um, which I guess this podcast will probably yeah, be this, much we're after past that, that now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, you can go to Podbean and look up the Price Presley Spook Show, and then for a one-time fee of twenty dollars, mm-hmm. you can download all of the podcasts as yeah. soon as they drop. As soon as they drop, so you, you want to pay to, another cent? That's you right. Know, you you want to do that? You know. You, it's, it's a pretty cool deal. And our Facebook page also will keep yeah, you informed. Yeah, Facebook.com. Uh, go there, Facebook.com slash, where is it at? Oh, uh, the Price Presley Spook Show. And that'll take you right to us. And uh, you'll see a, a link on there where you can get, uh, you know, shirts, T-shirts, paraphernalia, all kinds of stuff. That's you, right. You can get. And a cool picture of Harold. Yeah, well. Which I don't know which one. Every time I look up, you put something new up there. I can't keep up with it. That whole, that whole, uh, what is it, that art? Uh, I can't even with that art. Turns uh, your face app. into an art. It turns you into a cartoon, cartoon character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love that. I yeah. mean, it, it looked good. I, I, yours looks great too. I love that. <laughs> you know, so I, I keep doing. I say I'm going to find an, uh, another goofy picture and, and do it with that one as well. So it's a lot of fun. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we've got a great show in yes. store for you today. Today joining us is a retired prison guard captain from the Oklahoma State Penitentiary, Maximum Security, big old prison there in McAllister, Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, He he served quite a few years there. Yeah. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show. We're just going to call him Jerry. 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 How you doing, Jerry? All right. How are y'all? Doing fantastic. You got some, I know you got a lot of great stories to tell us. A lot of things have happened to you there, right? (laughs) Oh, yes, a lot of stories, a lot of stories. <laughs> I can imagine that it, it, it's a spooky place without thinking about the ghosts and stuff, I'm sure. But Yeah. But well, we, let me for, before we go any further, how did you, how did you get into being, 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 becoming a prison guard? How did you get into that line of work? Well, of course, I was uh, working at Walmart, and <laughs> I was married to this woman that decided that I wasn't making enough money. Okay. So Tip, typical told story. Me to go work for the state. <laughs> yeah, and that's how you did and, it, and huh? that's how you got into it. Wow, <laughs> your, your your father was a police officer at one time, wasn't he? Yes, he no. was a 
police officer up in Moore, Oklahoma. Moore, okay, all right. Wow. And you were working. You worked there. Is that the, the, the you spent all your years there at that uh, particular prison? Yes, sir. I was there uh, twenty-one years. Uh, I was canine officer for several of those years, so I went to all the prisons here in Oklahoma with the dog, uh-huh. doing uh, searches and stuff like that. Oh wow! Okay, all right. Uh, you, you probably this probably has nothing. This is not nothing to do with the, the spooky, the paranormal, anything. But I'm just curious. You know, with the dog and you're searching and everything, what's what's the strangest thing you ever found? You know, when you were searching. Oh, you re- you really really don't want me to go. Like <laughs> we can say anything here. We can. This is a podcast. There's no there's no rules. <laughs> oh, guys, y'all are fixing to open up a whole different world. Y'all don't even know. Yeah, I'm kind of scared of the answer to that I, I question. Am too. Well, we can uh, we can we can always edit it out yeah. if if it's too bad. Well, give us something. Give us something that's weird, but maybe not disgusting. Yes. how's that? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I was warned I was going into going to a women's facility. Uh oh. Okay. Yeah. All right. And uh, they told me if I find any Jolly Ranchers, that that is contraband. You mean the candy, Jolly Ranchers? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. You're, I see you're having the same reaction. Yeah, I'm going like Jolly Ranchers. Are you kidding me? Really? I mean. <laughs> yeah. Well, they kind of melted into shape it into a pleasurable item. <laughs> you oh, mean you mean like no. a you mean like a we can say this you mean like a like a dildo type of thing? Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Oh my yeah. goodness. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm sorry, but I wonder. I just wonder how many licks does it take to get to the center of the? T- I don't know, and I'll let you find that one. Out. Wow, we asked for it, and we got it. That's okay, a, I, let's I move ne- right on along. I, I never would have imagined that. I, I, I'm, I'm hoping to see that in a movie sometime <laughs> when they're doing it in a women's prison. If they have that scene in the movie, I will know. Jerry probably was, you know, helped him out on that one. Okay. <laughs> So I guess you found a, excuse me. I guess you found a bunch of uh, Jolly Ranchers then. Oh no 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 no! no. You, you found it already fixed and made, huh? Oh no no no! Okay, I, wasn't that, looking, I, I, I let the dog look. I wasn't. Oh okay, gotcha, gotcha. Got yeah, uh, dog, got dog said, "Boy, we got something here. Come on." <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. Let's get back to enhance. This, this, you got, other, you got, I know you got lots of other stories. This is a spook too. show. Let's get away from That was from great. Creep I had, show. I had that. I was so curious. It's called the spook show, not the creep show. Well, that, that well, that's kind of spooky, you know. Kind of I mean, creepy. That could be spooky. All right, Jerry, to tell you what, um, you know, how many years did you spend at, uh, as a, as a prison guard there at the prison? I was there, excuse me, 21 years. Wow. That's a long time. All right. Well, I know that uh, just from looking it up online and, and history and stuff, I know that the uh, maximum security prison there in Oklahoma, they used to do um, executions via electric chair. Is that yeah. correct? That is correct. When did the, do you know, do you happen to know when they, when the last electric chair elect, uh, execution was, was it in the seventies or eighties or do you, do you remember? I had the print out on all that guys in a, I actually got to sit in the electric chair and wow. go down to where they held the uh, executions back then. Oh my God! But when I, it's been several years since I worked out there, and as I'm getting older, I seem to forget a lot of things. I, I, it's been quite a while. I want to think it was like in the '70s yeah. or maybe early '80s or something yeah. that they. It's saw. not something you saw firsthand, but 
you've heard you've got stories that have to do with that uh, elect, the electric chair facility. Well, right? actually, you're bringing that up, and uh, one of my stories were pertain to one of the executioners that. Oh, really? One of the okay. last executioners of the electric chair. Well, right. Let's get and into it. Let's I go. was going to say, let's, let's just jump right well, into it, Jerry. Let, let me let me tell a little story. Okay. Because growing up, there was this gentleman that lived a little ways from us, and he was a a big old guy, big old hands, and we got to know him. And well, I didn't know this at the time, but when I went to work at the prison, I found out that he was an executioner out there of the electric chair. Oh, wow. He was a single old man, very friendly. We, we loved being around the guy. He was funny, Mm -hmm. but anyways, the, we have this had, they tore it down. Now a building that started off housing minimum security inmates or, and then it became a, uh, place for officers to stay if they didn't have a place or if they worked in a lot of overtime, they got to stay in there. And this is when this little story will happen. <clears throat> but you know, it'll go back to excuse me. I uh, was working the dogs in there and I got talking to Several of the inmates came in and was talking to me before I brought my dog in. And they was telling a, a story about they saw a woman dressed in white. And this is a two-story building. The office where the officers was is right in the front door. You turn down a hallway, and then there was rooms on both sides of the hallway. Mm-hmm. And you had stairs to go up to the top, and it was the same up there. Well... Anyways, one of the inmates was coming down the stairs and another inmate was coming out of one of the bottom rooms and they both see this woman dressed in white go into this one particular room. Well, they're both telling me this and they said, man, they must be having a good party in there. So they both (laughs) go to go in there to, you know, see what's going on. And when they both got to the doorway, it was just the three inmates that were housed in there sleeping. There was no, there was no, no woman, woman. No woman at all. No nothing. Wow. Wow. Well, I, being a little curious, because, I mean, I've already had a lot of things happen out there at this time. Yeah. We had an older officer that's been there for a lot of years and he mainly worked that unit so i got to talk talking to him and he says yes a lot of inmates have seen this woman well one day during our visiting where you know inmates family and friends can come visit i was sitting there and i was telling the story to one of the uh officers there and an older retired captain come out. He was happened to overhear my story. And he goes, uh, you've seen the woman. And I remembered who this guy was. And I said, yeah, yeah. He goes, well, let me tell you a story. And I said, okay, let's hear it. 
he goes, well, they, when it was the officer's quarters, there was a guy that he retired out there as the last, one of the last executions of electric chair. And he mentions, I said, yeah, I know who he is. He goes, well, anyways, him and his wife has had a lot of trouble with each other. So he was staying in there. And this captain telling the story was in one of the rooms across the hall from it. He said the doors were open, and so he could see. Anyways, this guy is laying on his uh, bunk, and this woman comes in. Standing at the doorway, she pulls up a pistol and opens fire. Well, that officer rolls off the bunk and pulls the bunk up, and she hits the bunk. The officer comes up over the top and fires and puts her down. Kills her. Yeah. Now, this is this is the officer's wife? Yes. Wow. And evidently, they had a few violent run-ins like that in the past. Anyways, and I said, uh, was it about three rooms from the office, officer's office now? He goes, well, it was three rooms on the same side. And I said, that's the exact same room. That these prisoners saw the woman walking into. They keep seeing this woman going into. Okay. The same place where this officer had killed Shot, yep. his, shot his wife. Yep. Wow. Because, I mean, it was all these stories are kind of adding up, you know? Yeah. Well, I hadn't experienced anything yet. Yeah. Like I said, yet. Well, they closed it down, ran the inmates out, and they still had all the bunks, all the lockers, and everything still in there. So that was a good place for me to train with my dogs. And I had a partner, and we both had dogs. And we go in there, and we go into the pool room, which is very end of the hallway. Had the pool table, TV, and all that in it. We put our training aids up on the pool table. And it was like 6, six o'clock in the morning. It was still dark outside. And uh, <clears throat> we was going to set out the training aids. I put the boxes up on the table and I was grabbing my keys to unlock it. And we hear this woman talking. Oh my. You you can actually hear her. Yes. We can't understand what she's saying, but we can tell it's a woman's voice. Okay. Wow. I look at my partner and I said, do you hear that? And she goes, yes, I do. And I said, well, you take the upstairs. I'll take the downstairs and we'll, catch her and get her out of here. So you thought it was actually somebody in there that wasn't supposed to be there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just, just somebody. You, you know. Yes. Where the, so anyways, we, we went and cleared, went into every room, cleared everything. There's nobody in there. Walked around outside. Nobody is around. So we decided we'll just chalk that up to the wind, you know, because you always try to, yeah. rationalize what's going on. Yes, that's right. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. And those old buildings have a tendency to be kind of noisy anyway. Correct. And, well, anyways, we go back into the uh, pool room there, and I get my keys, and I unlock the first box, and we hear her talking again. 
But this time, we hear a man answering her. Really? And they were kind of like it was a faint yell, like they were arguing. Yeah. Yeah. uh, After that, we made one more pass through to make sure nothing was there, nobody was outside, and went back in there, and we heard it again, and we decided, yeah, we're not going to work in this building today. (laughs) (laughs) So so you heard these voices, but you didn't see anybody. You didn't see, you didn't see anybody. You just you just heard these voices. Talking. Yes, we just we just heard them talking. But you didn't actually see any, anybody or any bodies or any. You just heard them. No, no. Just, wow, just a disembodied voice. I, wow, I take it. That's correct. Wow, the, wow. That's just that's really strange. Wouldn't you love to be a prison guard here? No, no. <laughs> Because I would have quit my job already, man. No, nah, I'm gone. I'm good. I'm good. You know? They're all been like, where do I leave my badge? Put, yeah. Put me at the front desk. I'll be at the front desk. I, yeah, you can come on in. You can leave. No, no. Dude. So did did, uh, did you ever see the woman in white? Personally, I never did. I've had a few more experiences in there. Uh one, we actually got to set out the training aids, and this was this one's kind of strange because it was in the daylight. I mean, the sun was out. Yeah. It was, and most of my experiences happened when it was dark. Or right. Well, anyways, I was going down the hallway, which is the lower floor where all this happened, mm-hmm. and uh, I was letting my dog lead, and we was going into the rooms and searching for the training aids. Well, we get pat, about halfway down, which is past where that room was. And the dog that I had at this time, he wasn't scared of anything. We had a, I've had inmates. What kind of dog was it? Jerry, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Belgium Malinois. A what? He was a Belgium Malinois. Okay, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. Is that, is that a big dog? Oh, it's about like a German Shepherd. German but, Shepherd size. But the the thing with the Malinois is that they're so hyper and have a much better uh, work drive than any other dog. Ah, oh, I see. And uh, oh, y'all need to look up there some of the videos of them. What was, what, was, anyway. what was the name of them again? A Belgium Malinois. Okay. All right. Anyway, continue with the story, Jerry. Anyways. He kept stopping in the hallway and looking behind him like something was there. Yeah. Well, you you learn to trust your instincts when you're in the surroundings like that. Mm -hmm. Well, every time he would look, of course, I would have to turn and look. And I had the keys to the building, so nobody else could get in there but me and my training partner. And she was still in the pool room watching us, so she couldn't contaminate anything. Well, anyways, every time we come out of room or what, he would look straight down the hallway towards that room. The room like where was, the where the guy killed his wife. The woman in white. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, well, what's, what, what, what's the dog's name? It's Sam. Sam. Okay. All right. Yeah. He's, Sam looks I down the hall. Got the, I actually got to retire Sam and bring him home. He was a great oh, nice. dog. Anyways, 
anyways, we came back down the hallway and I passed the uh, stairway door to going up to the second level. Mm-hmm. And these, like I said, it kept inmates. So this was a metal door, really, really heavy. Yeah. Uh, we cannot move this door. Okay. And I'm looking into the pool room, you know, and we pass this door. Sam turns and looks at this door. And as we're passing it, and he kind of growls. Well, when Sam would attack anything, he wouldn't growl. He would just attack. So this was the first time I heard him growl. So I was looking at him going, what the heck is wrong with you? Anyways, that door slammed. I don't know if it slammed shut. I don't know if something knocked on it. But he went towards the door and went to attacking whatever was there. And I, I pulled him back because, you know, I didn't want him biting the metal door. But, yeah, we decided we wasn't going to be in that building very much longer. <laughs> Well, he was atta- actually attacking something. Something he went he towards it like yeah. he was fixing to attack it. Yes. Yeah. So he sent something there, and he was going after it. So something slammed yes. that door. Whether it slammed the door or slammed the door shut, something banged exactly. on the door. Something made pushed, made the door exactly. go bang. They, no, you're not coming in here. You know, and, and wow. Sam was ready to do that, his thing. You know, and, and and Jerry said, "No, Sam, we 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 gone. We we, we gonna get we're, out of here. We're, today. we're out of here. We're out here today." <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, coming from a paranormal uh, uh, investigative view it's 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 well known and I, I you know i think most investigators would probably agree with me on this it's well known that animals have a tendency to be a little oh, more sensitive oh, I, to, I absolutely but i 100 agree with that um yeah, yeah the paranormal and these dogs they sense stuff they, being they trained because i'm telling you dogs like like the one jerry just d- described are highly intelligent dogs yeah and um it just i what it makes me wonder is is was this entity or whatever it may have been was it actually endangering jerry because the dog would have been very protective yeah, of jerry i'm sure definitely yeah um that's that's very interesting that is you know i will say and i will say this um i just i hadn't thought about this it didn't dawn on me this happened but you talking about that and jerry talking about the dog uh since and stuff we had now this was a cat okay we had a cat we had a Siamese cat and i remember I can remember this, the Siamese cat, uh, when my sister passed away, this was years ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the, the cat was, you know, was, was at home, you know, there and the, the room, you know, where my, when my sister stayed, you know, she had an adjacency to the house, to the house there. Uh, the cat was just standing there in like the hallway, the hallway goes from one right. part of the house to the other. And it was just standing there. You know, cats don't do that. They don't, it was standing just looking. It was just standing there looking, you know, just like that. And just not and moving. I said, what you, what's going on? You know, cat's name was Missy. What are you doing? You know, what's going on? You know, looked at me and looked back and just stood there. Huh. You know, I just stood there, kept looking at something. I went in the room and and uh, came back. Cat was still standing there and she just sat down and just stood there looking. Looking off at nothing. Like, well, she was looking at something. I don't know what she was looking at. But that was the room my sister was in. You know, I I believe that's, that she sensed my sister's spirit. In that's there. really you weird. Know, I, it was. I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't scared. I wasn't afraid of anything. But uh, 
it was it was it was it was interesting that cat just sat there and just looked at and didn't go in that's right to the room and just like she was looking at her that's that's yeah. real. you know i it, they say that, that that animals and children, children have, yeah. tend to have a real high perception or or at least to be sensitive to this sort of thing and yeah. and you know i have a i have a uh a four she's four years old now granddaughter yeah uh but when she was even younger than that when she was like two she'd be here in the house and and i don't mean to creep anybody out or anything like that but this room that we're recording in right now is Great. the room thanks, on the thanks terry end that, of the that, house that's awesome and sometimes she would just turn and just look in this room and i'm not trying to this is the truth this is you're really, not trying really to freak truth. me out but you are you know and and she <laughs> the hell are you talking about man what you the scariest part was is that she she would talk to whatever oh my goodness maybe oh. it was baby talking we yeah. didn't know what she was saying it was like bah, 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 but it was always in the direction of this room. Wow. So I, Thanks. I don't know. I'm just telling you, you know, if you feel a cold chill down your spine. Have fun in that room. Well, <laughs> th- thankfully, it's, it's daytime when we're talking because if it was night, I'd probably be freaking out right now. But, you know, Jerry, wow. Thanks. Thank Jerry, you. why don't you tell us a little bit about some of the things that you experienced in uh, involving the uh, electric chair or the execution yeah. chamber or any of that? And before we get to that, let me just remind people again. Uh, go to facebook.com slash Price Presley Show, Spook Show, and we want you to make sure you, you like us, you know, follow us. We've got information there for you. Go to our YouTube channel there and click subscribe and, our, and like, and, uh, we, you know, so you can keep up with us and know what's going on. So yeah. make sure you do all those things. Because we got some great shows coming up, and you, you don't do. want to miss any of them. Uh, and they'll, be, they'll all be there. And, and you say, what is it, Podbean? Podbean, yes. You you, go to Podbean, and yeah. you can, uh, like, you know, for a fee, and you, everything we upload is going to be there, and just one-time fee. And yeah, one-time fee. And you don't have to wait. You, you get know. it all and don't have to wait. As soon as we wait. post it, it's there. It's there. It'll be it'll be be pretty cool. In fact, I just wanted to get that information. Yeah, it's, just it's, do a little do a little housekeeping there. There's stuff there now, matter of fact. All right, now back to Jerry. Sorry, Jerry, didn't mean to interrupt. We, get, we had to do a little advertising yeah, that's fine. there. That's fine. Well, I got <laughs> before I go into the story of where the old execution chamber is. I got to tell y'all, I have a this this building. It was built part of the original prison back in the 19, early 1900s. It's five stories high mm-hmm. and where the execution and all that was underneath the ground there. It was in the, like the basement. Okay. Me, I was standing in front of it and it was dusky dark and I was talking to the psych doctor. Just, we happened to pass each other out on the yard and we were sitting there carrying on a conversation, talking and like I said, it was getting dusky dark, and we were standing in the building was to our had a side view of it, so we was looking at our peripheral vision there, and we both turned at the same time because we could see what looked like a flashlight up on the fourth floor, like an officer was making its rounds counting. And uh, I'm watching it, and of course, our conversation came to a dead stop because that building is vacant now. Okay. Well, while we're watching this light, it actually drops down two floors straight down and continues going to the left there. Wait, 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 wait. It passed through the floors? Yes. It went uh, because, let me, let me put this in perspective uh i don't know if y'all seen any of the movies or what but 
the windows go all the way up the walls. Oh yeah, I've seen those. Okay, yeah, there's no there's no yeah. break in the windows. Yeah. And the run is probably about I don't know, probably about eight foot to ten foot away from the windows. Okay, it's there's actual runs and by the windows on the inside is it's just where they had the heaters yeah. and stuff like that. So there's nothing that can walk up and down by the windows right there. And there's a metal ledge. Well, anyways, the light just goes down two floors, straight down, and continues moving in a vertical direction. Well, like I said, I'm talking to the psych doctor. I looked at him, and he turned and looked at me with his mouth open, and he goes, I'm not going to talk about what I just saw. I don't, I, uh, no, I, I'm out of here. Okay, like me. He leaves. He wouldn't, he wouldn't acknowledge that he saw anything. He wouldn't talk about it. He just, he just wanted to out of left. <laughs> I would imagine that a lot of the prison guards out there having spent as much time as you guys do out there. I imagine all of them have some sort of story, paranormal story about that place. It being as, you know, uh, let me let me let me just explain it to you from again from a, an investigator's point of view. Any place that has any kind of high emotion, like uh, despair, uh, lots of anger or rage, um, sadness, anything that has high emotion has a tendency to become a, a an area that is susceptible to paranormal activity. So the thought goes, yeah. uh, simply because the energy that that creates uh, enables these events to happen. And I would think, just like a hospital where there's a lot of emotions, high emotions going on, or a nursing home or someplace like that, I would imagine that a prison would be like just uh, like a boiler of emotions. Oh, yeah. And so... And not only that, but violence occurs at, yeah. at these prisons on a daily basis. Uh, I'm sure Jerry could uh, tell you. A lot of violence, and plus, in the 73-74 riot, it, at there at the Oklahoma State Penitentiary, it was the most costly riot in a prison in the United States history. I remember it. I remember it well. I remember that, because that, I lived in that area uh, at the time, yeah. and I remember it. It was very scary, it, because the residents of the town and surrounding areas were terrified. That, yeah. that these guys were all going to get out and get out into the community and endanger people's lives. And uh, there, I, I can't remember. There, there were some guards that lost their lives in that, weren't there, Jerry? There was – they never got a total of the amount of uh, life that was lost. The truth of the deal never really came out. Wow. On the wow. inmates or whatever. Wow. Yeah, so that but was all kind we, of swept under have, the rug. Really, there's oh. pictures of the the up around the towers and the walls. You had the highway patrol. You had the armed forces. All of them are around to make sure you know they, yeah. they didn't get out. But yeah. they had control of the whole prison for several days wow. and yeah. burnt several several buildings to the ground yeah yeah you know there there are signs all over the area out there saying warning hitchhikers may be escaping convicts and that sort of stuff so, okay I mean, yeah oklahoma state penitentiary is the last stop 
for the inmates that cannot be rehabilitated. They cannot be helped at any. I mean, if they have troubles, cause troubles at other places. Yeah. This is the final stop. They can't wow. go anywhere else. Wow. So, so we, that place holds the worst of the worst. The worst of the worst. Oh, man, man, man. Yeah, that's that's I, that's not a job I think I could have. Been. Well, by we, the way, we'd like to thank you, Jerry, for yeah. your service, man. That's that's that, a, that's yeah. a tough job to have, and and I'm sure that the uh, folks of Oklahoma are probably very grateful to it's it. Tough, yeah, it is a tough job. It's not very not easy, and we're glad you got through it. You know, uh, virtually unscathed, and you know, you got <laughs> bubbled a lot of good stories though, and yeah. and, and and you had Sam, and Sam. the dog. And yes, you know, Sam was awesome. Sam, and after the, before we go any further. Let's, uh, I'm, I'm just curious, what, is there one story, something that, uh, incident that happened there, uh, that, that really, you know, spooked you out, scared you a little bit that maybe still stays with you more than any others? There's, I, I, let's see, I've been touched. I've whoa, 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 wait, 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 Well, that was the part of the next story I was fixing. To well, tell. I'll tell you were what, there, were, there, were there Jolly Ranchers involved in this? <laughs> well, the bad thing about it is there could have been, and there I wouldn't have known it. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Jerry. If that's if that's one of your scariest stories, let's just do that because we're yeah. we're quickly going to run out of time. Run out of time. Yeah, let's get to that. You know, why right don't now. you? Why don't you? Okay. I want you to spook Harold as <laughs> as good as you can. Okay. Thanks, thanks. Well, like I said, I'm setting this story up about the light and stuff in the building because. Yeah. The execution is all underneath of the old execution room yeah. where the electric chair and the death row and the hole and all that was is right underneath that same part of the building. Oh. All right. There is no windows down there. It is when that one door to the outside closes, there is no light. It is darker than dark. Okay. Uh, and it's a big, big area. Well, in this one place, they told me that it was called the hole and it was hole. a room. Hole. Okay. Yeah. The hole. Okay. You're saying it hole as in a hole in the ground. Yeah. Not, not hole, <laughs> not hole. No. hole. Yeah, there's no hole. H O L E. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> This room is probably maybe 15 foot by 15 foot. And it has, it's all open and has one toilet in there. Okay. okay. Yeah. And the story is that they used to put, they used to fill that room up with people that for behavioral problems yeah. way back early, early, early in the years. Mm -hmm. And the door, there's actually two doors, and they are solid metal, probably about an inch thick. All right? And they both open different ways. And then there's metal crossbars to hold each door shut. Well, anyways, me and one of my friends out there, we, used, we got to where we took the new hires for, for tours around there, and... Uh, Tell them, you know, the history, because history is important when you're working in a place like that. Okay. Well, we got the bright idea because we had a couple of friends that were in this new hire group. And we was going to really spook them. 
So anyways, I decided I was going to hide in this cell. All right. You're going to lay, lay in wait. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're going to spook somebody. I'm going to spook the whole group of them. Okay. All right. Well, anyways, the door was open and it's a pretty good way. So I had a little bit of light and my friend there, he goes, I'll leave the door open. And when they're getting close enough, I'll shut it. That way you can get ready. And I said, fine. I didn't have a flashlight or anything on me. Anyways, I'm sitting there and I'm looking around for a perfect place to jump out and scare these guys and girls or gals, sorry. And, uh, all of a sudden I hear the door squeaking and it went pitch black door shut. So I, yeah, the door shut. Door shut. So I knew, I knew exactly where I was at. Yeah. So I scooted up against the wall. And I kind of crouched down. Well, as I I could hear him talking, like setting up the story, you know, and was fixing to bring him down. And I felt a hand. Oh man! On the on my shoulder from behind me. Wait, didn't you say the wall was behind you? No, I was leaning. He was leaning against the wall. Okay. He was saw uh, a hand out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. And like I said, you can't, I couldn't see my hand in front of my face. Yeah, it was dark. Yeah, you couldn't see anything. Yeah. So about that same time, I heard the door squeaking and it got light. Well, I automatically stood up, turned around. There was nothing there. Holy nothing. Shit. Oh, and Wow. So, so you you sure you sure it wasn't just the wind or something or air? No, no, no. <laughs> no. You could, I could feel the thumb and the forefinger. Oh, oh my god! It, it, the hand came on my shoulder and was there up until the door opened. It wasn't just a tap and release. It was like it was. It had you. Like it just laid. Yeah. It, whatever it was, just laid. Laid. Did it grab or did it just lay the hand there? It, it, it just put. Pressure, a little bit of pressure. I could just feel the hand on uh-huh. my shoulder. Okay, it didn't like uh, try to grab had, you or anything like that. You know? Yeah, when we had to do cell increase and stuff, and when we lined up to go into a cell, that's how we did it. One right after the other, we oh, put yeah. our hand put on hand the on shoulder, the shoulder like see. that. Okay, okay, gotcha. and we and that way we could kind of feel as we enter into a cell, and yeah. that's kind of like what this was. Yeah, but yeah, and it was. I, I, I stayed there long enough to jump out and scare everybody, and then I got out of there. <laughs> so you went through with it. I would, I, I would have jumped out then when something grabs, puts her hand on me. I think I would have got the hell out of there. You yeah, know? y'all would have found Harold over by the toilet. You oh, said. I would have been in there. <laughs> First of all, I would have been in that dark ass room. No, not me. It's dark, pitch black. I can't see nothing. <laughs> no. Well, oh. hell no. no. Tail to the no, no, no. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> we we took the crowd, the group, on towards where the electric chair was. Yeah, and uh, we got down to where the death row was housed. And this was, guys, this was their cells was little bitty metal boxes. It was it's unbelievable how it was way back then. Yeah. Anyways, we're sitting there and we're. Letting we had a one of the original mattresses was still on one of the bunks, and we was letting everybody see how that the life was back then. 
Well, a couple of cells down, we hear something and we all turned around and we see a handmade hacky sack come rolling out of one of the cells. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> yes. <on>. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, that at that point in time is like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> you can finish the tour. I'm out. Uh, yeah. Your nerves had to have been on on very something, edge. Something was definitely playing with us. Something was playing with that. Something, something going on. So, okay, you want to come in yeah. here? We're gonna play with you a little bit. Wow, well, that's good stuff, Jerry. That's, that's that's some good stuff. There. That's that's some scary stuff. Yeah, that is. That's some. And I know you got. You probably have lots more stories to tell us, don't you? Oh, I have quite a bit more. Uh, well, my name was called. Yeah, I want to hear that story. Yeah, uh, I tell you what. Um, why don't we just have him come back? Yeah, let's or why don't we? Yeah, just yeah, do a we'll part. Have, we'll do a well, part two. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a part two. Talk, you'll have we'll have Jerry back. We'll have a part two to this, and and you can uh, you guys can listen to it as well. So, hey we'll, Jerry, you are know, you up for that? Are you up for uh, maybe coming, do, coming back I'm, and telling us some more stories? I'm fine with it because I mean I, I've told these stories, and we actually have a, a retired officer that's going to be uh, writing a book about all these oh, cool. ghost stories. Well, you can t- yeah, you can tell us about that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. we can maybe maybe we can talk to him sometime. That'd yeah, be great. And tell us about the book and everything. That'd be great. Well, well we're gonna have you come back then, Jerry. You know? Yeah, thank you so much for sharing the stories. And um, listen, uh, um, we stick around after the show, and I'll talk to you uh, a little bit about uh, scheduling yeah. another, another another time. Come on in. We can we can tape another segment we'll, of this. Okay? We'll call it Captain Jerry. Captain Jerry Part Two. <laughs> part Two. That's right. <laughs> now, like, now, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we appreciate you tuning in and yeah. and uh, listening to our podcast. We've got a whole lot of great stuff that we're working on. Yeah. Um, and once, like Carol said before, you can get um uh the podcast on Podbean. Yeah. Um, Podbean. And uh, pay the twenty dollars, and, and, that's and right. all that's a one time fee. That's one time, and fee. you can get it that way, or you can go to our YouTube channel. You can get it, get it free there. Yeah, that's uh, right. And when you do go there, be sure to click uh, click subscribe and the like button. Yeah, that's right, because that it, helps us. Those thumbs up, you see the thumbs yeah. up and thumbs yeah. down. We don't want any thumbs yeah, down. Don't thumbs down. Don't do that. We, we want some thumbs up. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, um, and also on Facebook, get information there. Yeah. Facebook, uh, you can see the links to to get uh, swag that you want to get that's shirts, right. t shirts, all that all that good stuff. And that's at facebook.com slash Price Presley Spook Show. And you've got spooky stories, paranormal, anything weird like that. You can email those to us at. Price Presley Show at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. Uh, th- that's what keeps this show going. That's what keeps it alive. We'd like to talk to interesting people like Jerry, yeah. um, who who have had first close encounters with of the, the strange, the kind. weird kind. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, don't forget that um, on uh, on Podbean, if if you pay the one time fee, you get everything all at once. If you wait for the free stuff on YouTube and Facebook, uh, those only drop once every two weeks. Only when it comes up. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, there there is an advantage. It's so basically not, it'll be archived there. But Podbean, all, they'll be right. all up there. That's right. All the ones we have, and you can get them all at once and listen to them one after after the other. That is correct. Jerry, thank you once again for being with us. Um, um, we're going to set up a, a a part two because I I, I want to hear Definitely. some more of these stories from the Oklahoma State Maximum Security Penitentiary, and um, Besides, if you could be here and see the look on Harold's face when you talk about this stuff, it's gold. It's absolutely gold. Yeah, you guys are crazy, man. I'll tell you that right now. All right. (laughs) Yeah, the Price and Presley Spook Show Podcast. Hey, that's going to do it for this edition of it. I am Harold Presley. And I'm Terry Price. Don't get spooked.